Hey yo, it's another slake break. Let that mud slake stick your earbuds in. Get yourself some knowledge in under ten minutes. Subscribe to the Tile Money YouTube channel. Enjoy. Yo, yo, what's up, Tile friends? Hope everybody's having a good weekend, a good start to their three-day Labor Day weekend. I hope you're taking some time off. If you're not, if you're busting your hump, I hope it's worth it, and I hope you stay balanced in everything you do. Big shout-out to the GOAT. Thanks for the T-shirt, GOAT. Keep crushing it out there, brother. Um, hey, we got something to talk about today. It was spurred uh, by a post last night, and uh, last night I was getting a great start to my weekend. I went over to my little sister's house, and we had a really nice long visit. I'm so proud of my little sister. She has overcame insurmountable odds and, and really done something incredible with her life in a short amount of time. And I want to keep, I want to encourage her to keep going. Now she inspired me to live better. She's, she inspires me to chase my goals and my dreams. So thank you for that. I hope somebody, I hope you're lucky enough to have somebody like my little sister in your life who um, sets an example by the way she lives. Excuse me. Now, today's subject is, what if you have subcontractor woes? Now, this applies, I think I have some advice, whether you're the subcontractor or whether you're the contractor who is hiring subs. Now, this is so big a part of our lives as tile contractors that it is an important discussion, certainly worthy of uh, long format or short format discussion, uh, certainly worthy of a good amount of time spent thinking about this. Uh, the post was made last night. Some things were said inside the uh, thread, and I hurriedly was rushing to respond to a couple things this morning and wasn't fully able to extrapolate my feelings on this topic, and I apologize for that. From time to time, it happens. I say things the wrong way. You know, I, I get in a rush. I get distracted, and I, 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 that's on me. You know, that's my bad, and I apologize for that. It's tricky on Facebook, you know. Um, I was actually reading, you know, something out of the book that we're going over for Thursday Book Club, which I did miss uh, this Thursday for a reason. I chose an emotional reason over business. You know, I chose to do something with my family because it was my daughter's birthday, and to, you know, um, even though I was given lenience, you could say, or had, you know, the the right or even the responsibility to be working during the day instead of running around, you know, delivering cupcakes to a six-year-old at school. I chose the cupcakes. I chose the joy. You know, I chose my family. And sometimes we have to make, you know, decisions like that and sacrifice maybe some profit, sacrifice maybe something. That's when emotions, you know, again, you know, emotions aren't the best in business, but sometimes an emotional decision is really the right decision in business. And yes, it's all related. I'm going to weave it in. When we're having woes, when we're having troubles with a subcontractor, you know, to just directly kind of reference the post, when a subcontractor doubles his prices, maybe triples his prices, or just raises his prices to a point where you believe it to be unfounded, especially when the product quality goes down, yes, you do have right to take issue with this. And I want to talk to um, you folks, really the whole Tile Money family audience, about this because I think there's a really, really phenomenal lessons, many, many lessons. I'll just talk, talk about one real quick. It's communication, communication, you know, communication. I said it three times, communication. <laughs>
when it comes to communicating with a sub that raised his prices, first of all, there's failures to communicate all the way around. The subcontractor failed to communicate the reasons he was raising his prices. Then the second thing the subcontractor really made a bad decision on was to lessen the quality. Now, perhaps he's growing, he's expanding, he's trying to get somewhere where he believes he wants to take his business and he starts to hire. Maybe he's hiring too fast. Maybe he's growing too fast. Maybe he's putting people in place that are delivering a subpar product compared to what you've come to know and appreciate about this subcontractor potentially for years. I don't know the specifics of this you know, all the specifics of this specific conversation in Facebook, but potentially let's say you had a, a three year relationship with a sub and everything was going cherry until one day you got a decision to make. You want to burn that bridge. Do you want to add really to the lack of communication? And do you want to spend maybe 40 hours, maybe 80 hours, maybe less? I don't know. Finding another sub only maybe to find out that you still didn't learn how to communicate with your sub. And yes, it goes both ways. And then you still have the same problem. You know, these are all decisions that only you can make at the end of the day. I'm going to encourage you to try to communicate with that sub. And if you're a sub doing raising your prices, my God, please communicate with your contractors that you're going to be raising your prices and the reasons why, and then say, and the reasons why are because ultimately it's for your benefit because we're going to deliver a better product. I'm hiring people, but I only want to hire the top talent. So I'm only going to, you know, um, I have to raise my prices because the top talent in this day and age, I don't know if you've noticed, but they're hard to hire and, and we're also using better products, whatever the case might be, explain why you're raising your prices and come to an agreement before you go into a job. This communication is a two way street. Subcontractors often fail to communicate this. And I've failed to communicate this in my business over the years, because I, you know, perhaps I was afraid of rejection. Perhaps I felt like if that contractor just couldn't pay my prices, he wasn't my um, end client. And that might be, but it was still on me as, as that sub to attempt to communicate as to why I was raising my prices. And then ultimately it was on me to deliver that experience. You see, I talk about raising your prices a lot to the point where I've gotten a lot of criticism, but if you're raising your prices a lot, you have to deliver an experience. You have to be talented. You have to be good at what you're doing. You know, that goes without saying, I don't really say it a lot because I thought that was the baseline. I thought that's where we're starting, you know, in my mind. And I apologize again, I kind of need to understand that my audience have grown to size and my critics have grown to size as to where I do have to be a more, little bit more careful with my words. So I will tell you right here and right now, if you want to raise your profits, make sure you got a good, I want, I really want to curse. Make sure you got a really good product, you know? Make sure that your product is worth the price that you pay. Otherwise, people are going to get upset and a lot of people won't communicate. A lot of people will just burn the bridge. That's the common thing to do. Why would you communicate if somebody raised their prices? Maybe somebody doubled or tripled their prices and then lowered the quality. Why would you communicate? I don't know. Maybe you value the fact that you've already invested maybe yours into this subcontractor's relationship. Maybe you realize that a simple conversation over a beer or a coffee could save that relationship and ultimately be to your benefit because that contractor, that sub might say, you know what? You're spitting some sense here. And thanks for telling me that Jorge is doing a crap job because that's not the product I want to put out. Now, ultimately that contractor could also say that sub could also tell you F off. It's none of your business. I hire who I hire. I charge what I charge. They have that right to do that. You also have the right never to hire that person. Again, you have the right to go find yourself a better sub that will take time and dedication. But if you can save it over a 15 minute phone call or a two hour um, beer, you know, maybe that's worth your time 
to you. Maybe you really do value developing a good contractor, subcontractor relationship, no matter what side of that coin you find yourself on in business. You know, sometimes people say, Luke, you're too emotional. And I agree. Emotions, you know, should be taken out of business decisions pretty much for the most part. Only I will say that there are times when emotions are actually very beneficial for making business decisions. If it if it's such a big thing about you, it's more of a, a, a you thing, more of you want to deliver the best product um, with the best delivery and, and you're going to make an emotional decision that might cost you some money. I've made those emotional decisions even as of late. I made some emotional decisions. I ordered some swag for you know my, my mastermind members and I went with one of the more expensive options because I was emotionally involved, you know, and I don't regret that. You know, I think Eden uh, Revis has a phenomenal, he delivers a phenomenal product. You know, he's a smaller business, so his margins are, you know, his margins are tighter and his um, price is higher than a large type business like Amazon. But however, my emotional decision, um, you know, allowed me and, and really guided me. And I think it was the right decision. I, I, somebody who's come to believe that we should keep our money closer to home and spend it wisely. I just have a little bit of time left. I want to tell you about a sub I hired once. He was a plumber, and we're going to go about a minute long. I apologize. Well, he was a plumber, and he was one of the most exp expensive plumbers in, in town. He was a $1,300 plumber. I made an emotional decision to hire him because not only because he was a phenomenal plumber, but he um, always had a smile on his face, and I knew he was going to deliver the best product he could, and I knew he wasn't going to quit. How did I know this? Because he was a one-armed plumber. How did I know he was a badass plumber? Because he was a one-armed plumber, and I watched him. He didn't have an apprentice. I watched him carry in water heaters by himself. He had developed a system that worked for him, and he also had a big flipping smile on his face every day. Well, I'd have a big flipping smile on my face every day. I thought if I could charge $1,300 and I almost stopped hiring. But then I understood that my clients also equally loved him as much as I did. They equally appreciated that he showed up on time and he gave it everything he got, even if it took him two hours longer and he charged a little bit more. See, he's the right, he found his client base and his client base was enough. It was more than enough. I knew another one-armed handyman in a town just miles away. I won't talk further, but his approach to business was completely the opposite of this other one-armed plumber. The one-armed handyman had always the lowest priced apprentice he could find, or really at that point, a helper. He did have the tools, but you could find him most days at about 3 o'clock in the local bar or the watering hole. There's a person... These, both these men were providing a valuable service and pricing it however they wanted to price it and finding their client base. And I'm not knocking either man because they each found their client base. And, and, and thank God there's people who are willing to do things for cheaper for the, 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 really the, um, the people in our society who really cannot afford that one-armed plumber who delivers a phenomenal project with a smile and yet he did find his clients. So yes, you can build your business to be whatever you want it to be, but make sure you're delivering your services with a smile. Make sure you're delivering an experience. Make sure you are actually communicating. Make sure you understand your value. Why are you valuable? If you're gonna double or triple your rates, you better be damn sure you're valuable. You better be sure you're worth it because in 2022, we found ourselves in a situation where a lot of people can charge whatever they want. Doesn't mean they're gonna be working in 2023. Doesn't mean they're gonna be working in 2025. 
find your value, communicate with your subs, save a relationship if you can rather than throw it away. Ultimately, you might not be able to save every relationship. You might be able to uh, find, you might not be able to find a sub that works for you. Ultimately, it's up to you. What are you going to do? How are you going to approach it? That's the essence of it. And I went long. I apologize. Tile friends, take it easy. Follow the link in the show notes if you want to find out more about the Phenomenal Profits Conference where I will be October 19th through the 21st. Tile friends, talk to you later. Have a good Labor Day weekend.